Hello. Well, Come. how the hell are you? Welcome. I'm great. How are you? I'm just peachy. Great. Welcome to Three Funny Ladies, Susan. Yes, that is Joseph. I'm, I'm, that's Joe Bailey. And that is Susan Jacox. Susan Marie Jacox. No. Susan Elizabeth Jacox. No. Elizabeth Susan Jacox. There you go. <laughs> What's going on? What's happening? How's your day? Uh, okay. I, I, I'm going to be a little, uh, I'm going to be a little vulnerable with you right now. If you don't mind. Mm-hmm. The reason I needed 10 minutes is because I was having a sneezing attack. Mm. And, um, I can't just have one of those. I need to go. I need to be in the bathroom because. Cause you pee. Cause I pee. And so, and I wasn't stopping sneezing. So I just had to go to the bathroom and be like, all right. And I'm you have here. to sneeze on the toilet. Yeah, sure did buddy. Sure did. Thank you for being vulnerable with me. You're welcome. I knew that you would appreciate that, especially. Yeah. Yeah. So, what have you been doing? Um, not much, really. What about you? Have you done anything fun this week? Oh my! Fun? No. But listen to this bullshit. Listen to this. So Friday, I'm just tooling along in my day. There's only four people on my team, including myself. And my direct like program partner, all of a sudden my boss is like, she had to leave unexpectedly. So blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, you know, like for the day. Yeah. Yeah. Like not a problem. Like we don't, it'll be fine. Um, Literally 15 minutes later, my cable goes out. My internet goes out. Oh, right. And I finally, after I don't know how long, get a hold of Xfinity and they're like, oh, there's an outage in your area. It's not you. It's in your area. There's a technician out there fixing it now. It's not you. It's me. It's not you. It's me. Classic. Classic. (sighs) Typical man. And then. That's when the gaslighting starts. Okay. So I was like, okay, great. They're like, it'll be up at one Oh five. I was like, that is very precise. Thank you so much. So then I get, so I tell my boss this and my boss is very nice. And she's like, okay, no worries. Blah, blah, blah. Like my old bosses would have been freaking out and been like, well, Ashley is already gone. And how can you do this? I'm like, yeah, because I can control this. Right. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> but the boss I have now is very nice. Um, and she's like, you know, I'm so sorry you're dealing with this. Just keep me posted. I'm like, sure, sure, sure. <sighs> 11, 30, 12 o'clock rolls around and they say, Hey, your shit's been restored. And I'm like, Hey, I beg to fucking differ. <laughs> so my shit still didn't work. So I call and this guy is like, Oh, there was an outage. I was like, yeah, I know, but it says it's back. He's like, Oh, okay. How much do you pay? And I said, what? He's like, how much do you pay? What's your package? I was like, well, considering A, it's too much and B, it has nothing to fucking do with this problem. I'm not, I, and, and honestly, I don't know. Why are you asking me this? So instead of like trying to get me to where I need to go or whatever, he's trying to sell me on a new package uh-huh. because now is the time. Right. Dan or whatever the fuck your name was. Now is the time to do this. So I basically told him now is not the time to do this. <laughs> now is not the time to do this. So 
Meanwhile, Lily's now home from school because she had a half day. and But now she can't look at her Switch and she can't watch YouTube. And what are we going to do? So this guy says he's going to uh, transfer me to tech support. Okay, great. Uh, I'm on hold for like 45 minutes. Finally, I hang up. I call back. I get right in. And now, that uh, long story short, too late. Um, I'm transferred to like 10 different people. No one knows what my problem is. At one point, I get to tech support and a woman answers and i'm like here we go this problem's gonna get solved now we get disconnected <gasps> oh that's the worst turns out <clears throat> their outage because <clears throat> all my shit worked right their outage and subsequent um fixing of outage fried my router oh so it was their fault it was theirs, but it was also mine because I, I thought both the router and the modem were down. So I was like, well, that's not our problem. Then it has to be there. Like, the shit doesn't work. Um, But I wasn't seeing the lights on the modem. So the modem had been working the whole time and the router's not working. So then I have to order a new router because that's not, and that's not in the fucking budget, right? And also I want to get a good one because I don't want this to, I, I need better internet. I need this shit to work. So it's going to come the next day. I'm like, great. It ends up coming that night. And Pete installs it when it comes. And so I'm up and running again. So really, the story isn't that exciting. Um, did, so did you end up like basically having Friday off from work? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. What are you going to do? I'm also the kind of idiot that feels guilty about it. Oh, sure. I do. I would feel the same way. Especially because I already knew the other team member was out. And so I was like, right. oh my God. But you know but, what? The world is still turning. I mean, exactly. So, so that's what happened there. We still have our little mouse friend. He's now chewing into, ask. yeah, he's now chewing into snacks. Oh no. So I have found something that I then proceeded to forget to order. But I have found these things that you can put around your house. And it basically, they don't like the smell of lemons or mint. It like mm -hmm. drives them away. Mm -hmm. So if you can strategically place them, they can. Because here's the thing. Here's another thing that I found out. If I were to catch him, if I were to actually catch him, right? I can't just dump him out my side door and say, good day, sir. Have a nice <clears throat> life. You need to drop. Listen, listen, listen up. You need to drive them. At least two miles from your home. Because if you do not. They will find. The way back into your house. I don't care for that at all. Uh, it, right. I couldn't find my way back in my home. From across the street. This little <laughs> fucker. Two miles. You gotta drive for two miles. Wow. That's you gotta take me all the way to Royal Oak. And say. Yeah, and say good day, Five yeah. Be free. This sounds like a Royal Oak problem to me. Because somewhere out there, we're both <laughs> going to be under the same great big sky. You're just going to be two miles further than when you started. So now it's kind of like, do I just do we just call him? Like when the census comes, do we just count him at this point? No, you got to get rid of him. Got to get that shit out of there. I know, but I, you're not taking in consideration that I'm lazy. <laughs> you're not you're not thinking about my feelings joe that's really the crux of the problem here so what so you said you forgot to order what is, what is it that you're ordering like so these little scent packs it's basically little uh sachets 
of these fragrances and they're specifically and you, designed to get rid of the mice. And you like strategically place them around the house. Yes. And, and then so you, it's not like, it's not like you're creating a pathway that they're going to walk through and out the door. That's what I was envisioning. Yeah. No. Um, it's like, okay, well, I don't want you in here. So I'm going to go, I'm going to put some in here and I don't want you in here. So I'm going to put some in here and I don't want you in here. And so finally they just run out of places to go essentially. And they're just like, well, fuck this. And they leave. There's a lot of trust involved in this process, really. Uh, And now that I'm saying it out loud, of course it wouldn't fucking work. But again, we're not taking in consideration my level of of laziness. Now, since they're little scented sachets, is the product called Sachet Away? (laughs) No, but it should be. It really should be. That is a real big missed opportunity. With a little mouse on the front in drag. Yeah. I think we have a new product on our hands, people. Let's get it done. <laughs> now, normally I would say TMTM, but that you have to take my laziness into account. I would never get around to that. So, oh, absolutely not. I, I was going to say, America, it's yours. But I'm also kidding myself that America is listening to this. <laughs> Canada, it's yours. <laughs> Canada and Florida, take it away. Run. <laughs> Run with it. And Brazil, who's obsessed with us? <laughs> Look, there's some country that's obsessed with us. I feel it's because maybe they don't have other things to look at or listen to. Yeah, I don't remember who that was. So it's not Brazil. They have a lot of naked, hot people. Yeah, and the Brazilian butt lift, which I just learned about this year. What is that? Where you take fat out of your fat areas and you eject it into your buttocks. Do you know how big my butt would be? You give your buttocks a nice lift. Oh, lifted, it would be. It would be up my back. It would be behind my neck. Bounce all over the place would, on your yep. new buttocks. <laughs> I would be one of those balls that you sit on and you hold. I, I hippity hop. Yeah. Huh? A hippity hop. Yep. I would be a hippie. I would be a human hippity hop. I don't, don't have a butt. I just have a crack in my back. <laughs> I told you. So listen, people, preemies are scary because Lily had a little tail nubbin. Oh, oh. I told you about that. Yeah, I don't like to hear about it, though. I love you. She's normal now. Well, yeah, but still. But there was some concern. I was like, what is, should I be poking this? Did you used to be a mouse? (laughs) Mouse? Um, What else? What did you do this weekend? Uh, This weekend? Nothing. Or this week? That's not true. Uh, We finally, we are all caught up on Potomac. All right. So there's that. Um, we're currently one episode away from finishing the second season of love on the spectrum, um, the Netflix. Do you watch this program? I do not watch this program. Oh, you should. It's so dear. Um, I, I don't, I don't know if I could take it. Why? I don't know. I I don't know. Oh, it's so nice. All right. Well, we'll see. That means no. (laughs) Um, yes, that means (laughs) I know you. And uh, the Emmy Awards were on last Monday. Now, here's what we need to talk about. I enjoyed them. I thought they were really well done as a as an awards program, especially coming off that shit show of the Golden Globes. Yeah. But uh, so here's what we need to say. Quinta Brunson, who I adore, won the Emmy for Best Actress in a Comedy Series. Mm-hmm. Now, get ready to be depressed. Oh, no, I, I already know what you're going to say. Okay. 
So she is the second woman of color to win this award. Uh-huh. Ever. And this was the 75th annual Emmy Awards. Uh-huh. The first person to win this award of color uh, was Isabel Sanford. Yep. In 1982. Yep. 41 years. Yeah. I read that and I was like, you know, just when I think, hey, maybe shit's getting better. No. No. Um. Yeah. Yes. So that's a big bunch of bullshit. That is a big bunch of it. Um, I keep seeing this clip, and I think it was the Emmys. Um, uh, Pedro Pascal presenting, and he. Yes. <laughs> that was a very cute bit. That was very funny. That was very funny. Yeah, I really thought they were all that only the only thing was so Anthony Anderson hosted. He was a very good host. Now, you know, maybe you don't know. I don't know how close you follow his career. He is a very close relationship with his mother. Yes. So instead of having the orchestra play off people when they went over their time, his mom would stand up in the audience and tell them to shut the fuck up. I thought it was adorable. It, it, like I can see on paper where it would have been funny, but then in practice, when she did it to Jennifer Coolidge, I was like, let her just let her talk, just let her talk. Oh, yeah, I can see that. But they did say it was the first award show that came in on time, yeah. Then that was, yeah. But after she did it, Jennifer Coolidge, then she they didn't really do it anymore. Okay, um, also, so here's two more things. So I am currently listening to uh, a book. Um, it's Pepsi and Shirley. And they were, they started off with Wham. They were like, really? They were like backup dancers with Wham. Okay. I was like, what are, what are we talking about? The yeah. rock and roll group Wham. We're, rock and roll. Okay. <laughs> I mean, sure. (laughs) (laughs) And then they branched off and they had their own group called Pepsi and Shirley. They had a very minor hit with a cover of All Right Now back in the late 80s. Um, So for so many years, I have wondered, like, what would happen if you were like a one hit wonder and you had it big for a moment in the sun and then it all went away? What do you do? Well, I am finding out listening to this book. It's funny. I've never wondered that. Um, But what do you do? Well, I'll tell you. So Pepsi, uh, not her real name. um, I'm so confused. (laughs) Pepsi. So they they broke up and uh, Shirley married Martin Kemp, who was in Spandau Ballet. So they've been married for like 30 some odd years. And so she was kind of all set, right? She's got a husband, kids, and all of that stuff. So Pepsi, um, they broke up unexpectedly and needed to pay the bills. So she had to sell her house. And then she got a job at an auction house working in the gift shop behind the register. Wow. And she just was like praying that no one would recognize her. Because she was embarrassed and she felt ashamed. I'm like, I can't even imagine, especially coming from Wham and like touring around the world to like jillions of people and then having to go work at an auction house. Yeah, and, it, I, and it was a temp position to boot. Jesus. 
Yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't even be for me like, oh my God, I used to be and famous. I wouldn't say famous, but whatever. I used to do this and I would do that. It would be, it wouldn't be a shame. It would be a sadness of like, God, I know what it tasted like to be doing what I want. Now I'm doing this. Yeah. So then you have to you have a nine to five and you have to, yeah. So it's just such a big adjustment. Um the other thing, did you hear that Andrew McCarthy is producing a documentary called Brat? about the brat pack oh i did and not know this but i am excited all the people back to do interviews and such i am excited about that me too although i have not read molly ringwald's name attached to this yet and they'd better get her i mean they kind of have to like uh, like honestly if you don't especially because she's still around she's not a recluse she's still working she's on social right. media like if you don't get her then just don't do it yeah and they were in pretty big together so yeah. let's get it together mccarthy let's do god we're blaming him for shit we don't even know <laughs> what the fuck is your problem yeah. mccarthy McCarthy. <laughs> you know what you can take this documentary and shove it up your ass you know what i'm not watching your fucking documentary <laughs> that'll show you that'll show you <laughs> and i'll watch anything and we will tell the tens of people who listen to this <laughs> to not watch it either because I'm pretty sure we've had friends who've stopped listening to us. But <laughs> do you know how much clout we have, McCarthy? I do you know that I have had friends who used to listen to my podcast? Do you know this? I can go back and I can say, listen, don't you watch that Andrew McCarthy? Yeah, we had a lot of people listen to the first episode and then say, I'm good. That's <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and we're doing it for us and i think everyone's been on board with that since day one so. yeah since the day there's one. no quality control here people okay none it is zero zero <clears throat> what else oh what else is happening in the world so there's been a lot of mean girls discourse on the tiktok oh what's because, happening well people are comparing the broadway um uh katie to the movie katie hmm. because the movie katie does not have the singing chops oh which you know it's a movie and it's not broadway except that they got she's not the original regina george but she was this the replacement on broadway regina george renee, renee rap and so people are really comparing the two mediums and 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 the movie one falls short when it comes to the music for Katie. Um and a lot of people are upset about it. Renee Rapp is having a moment. She really is having a moment. She was on Saturday Night Live last night. Did you watch it? Not yet. Okay. Um and I will tell you, I didn't really know who she was. I watch the Jennifer Hudson show every day. Yeah. So she was on there in the fall, which luckily when I was directing Rocky Horror, the little gays uh, in the show put up a big cutout of her in the, their dressing room. Okay. So luckily I was like, oh, yes, I know who this is. So I don't look so old. Oh, hello, fellow kids. I know. <laughs> hello, youths. <laughs> I love the youth culture that we celebrate together. <laughs> Two 
these things that you no cap I diggity get they'd just be like staring at you like what are you oh boy um yeah uh and Dakota Johnson is hosting next week that'll be interesting that'll be interesting she's one of those people that I can't decide on you know what? I feel the same way. And now she's doing this Mrs. Webb thing or whatever. It's Madam Webb. Listen, you can, Okay. <laughs> Here, we're going to have a little talk. You I. Um, first of all, it's not Marvel, so I don't give a fuck. You can Oh, shit, it's not? Um, n- no, because... Oh, I thought it was a Spider-Man offshoot. No pun intended. It is a Spider-Man offshoot, but technically, oh. Spider-Man still belongs to Sony. So there's weird contractual things. But it's still in the, the it's from Marvel. Um, I'm actually going to check because I actually don't know. I would assume, yes. Um, yeah, I don't know how to feel about her. I can't decide if she's, I can't decide. I mean, her takedown of Ellen will always live That's rent-free my in my heart. She's so like, she don't give a shit. Because no. she did it to somebody else, too, on a talk show. I can't remember if it was Jimmy Fallon. She did it to one of the dudes where she's like, that's not true. Like, she literally, in the interview, was like, you're making that up. That that's didn't awesome. happen." And they're, like, looking at her. She's like, yeah, I'm not playing along with this bullshit. That's not true. And I was like, right, I think I kind of love you. But uh, I don't know. Uh, um, And Justin Timberlake is the musical guest. Yeah, well, <laughs> I just Great. had to get that in as you're looking up. Good for him, Let me Ms. See. Webb. <clears throat> All right, she is Marvel Comics. Is she a villain? Madam Webb is a clairvoyant and precognitive, precognitive mutant who first appears to help Spider-Man find a kidnapping victim. She's not one of the mutants that lose her power during decimation, during the decimation storyline. Mm, that, that old chestnut. That old, that old chestnut. That old. Ah, They're yeah. really scraping the bottom of the barrel now, aren't they? Um, so, yeah. So this, yes, it's a Marvel character. It's a, it's a Marvel comics character. It is not an MCU character. And you don't, Care enough to know the distinction. And honestly, no one does really, except for a handful. And so I'm not, I don't fault you for it. Well, thank you. Just rest assured that I do not look down on you for not knowing <laughs> these nerdy things. Um, yeah, I love her takedown of people, but I just can't just I just can't decide. You know, the the um the movie that we watched last week. Oh god, I can't even remember the fucking name of it. Postcards from the Edge? Uh, nope. Oh, Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt. Five-year engagement? Yes. She really sort of swayed me to liking her because she was actually acting and different. Yes. And I was like, okay, she can act. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. Um, yes. But I still I still need more. I need more from her. I need more from her. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep, yep. She yep. falls into the... And Hathaway category for me. Like, I can't decide. Like, there's an ick factor a little bit, but I don't know what it is. I just don't trust her. 100%. I actually feel that more strongly with Anne Hathaway than I do with Dakota Johnson. 
But yeah, yes, I think maybe I do too. I have a love hate relationship with Anne yeah. Hathaway. Because like I saw this, I saw this video of she gets out of a car and there's fans like there, and they sort of start all walking up to her, and she puts her hands up for her and she goes, "Stop, everybody, stop! <clears throat> I will come to each of you. Please don't crowd me. I'll come to each one of you." This is Anne Hathaway we're talking about. Yeah, this is Anne okay. Hathaway. Okay, can everyone agree to that? And they're like, yes, she goes, thank you very much. We just, we don't want it to get out of control. And she's very nice and she's setting boundaries. And like on the surface, I can get with it. But there's something about her tone that I'm just like, I can't decide. Because I think I'm going to do that. Oh, so anyway, the jury's out. I don't hate her, but I don't know, man. Yeah. The jury Springer's out. The Jerry Springer's dead. Oh, what? Um. And that's really, that's really it. I can't think of anything else. Yeah, that's it. That's all. That's all I got. Um. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't think I have anything either. Oh, oh. I, I do <laughs> have go. one more thing. Do you want? Okay. Uh, the California Innocence Project. I saw that has taken on Scott Peterson's case, and can I tell you a little secret? I never thought he did it. I know. I know. I know. I know, I know, and I can agree, but I just, I think it's possible to be a really shitty husband and still not murder your wife. And I think he's just shitty and an asshole, but I don't think he did it. It'll be interesting to see how it all comes out. Yes. Oh, and one more thing. JonBenet Ramsey. Because they had the father was like, test the DNA, test the DNA, test the DNA. So they did, and it was no family member's DNA that was on her. It's a mysterious person. Hmm. Interesting. So anyway, that's what's happening in true crime. Uh, what were you going to say? Um, I don't remember. See? God damn it. Um, oh, I do remember. Nice. So this is dropping on Monday. So tomorrow, Tuesday, the Oscar nominations come out. So oh, it's Tuesday. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Fantastic. yeah, yeah. So that's exciting. Uh, That'll be interesting. So we'll see how it all goes. Well, who do you think is going to be nominated for actresses? Uh, Emma Stone. Okay. Yeah. For sure. For sure, for sure. Probably Lily Gladstone, although she was not nominated for a BAFTA. Those nominations came out this week as well. So that's interesting. But I think she'll still get nominated for an Oscar. Um, And others. I think others will be nominated as well. I don't think it's going to be just the two of them. There probably will be some others as well. Do you think there'll be more than just those two? I do. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Real tight race. Real tight race. Uh, let me let me throw it to you this way who do you think will be left off the list do you think there's going to be any like shocking things well uh to bring it all back around um for best actress the person who seems to be most on the fence is annette benning really yeah well she won't she is kind of like for what movie naiad uh-oh. Which I haven't watched yet. Yeah, neither am I. Interesting. Yeah, she's not going to get it. <clears throat> Even if she gets nominated, she's not going to get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That's for sure. 
That's for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, she's never gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot. So let's talk about Annette Benning. <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> Can you imagine if we went into it like that? Oh god, this bitch. <laughs> Let's talk about the fucking idiot in that bed. <laughs> uh, oh boy. Boy, shall we? Uh yeah. All right. Here we go. As per usual, everything is coming from Wikipedia. <laughs> Annette Carol Benning was born May 29th, 1958, and hey, she's an American actress. Oh. Get a load of that, huh? Um, she was born in Topeka, Kansas to Shirley Catherine and Arnett Grant Benning. Arnett? Arnett. I don't know why I said it like that. Her mother was a church singer and soloist, and her father was a sales training consultant and insurance salesman. Good. Mm. That is the most Midwest thing I have <laughs> yeah. ever heard. My yep. If you live in Kansas, that's what you have to do. My mother was a church soloist, and my father sold insurance. Jesus <laughs> Christ. And, and if you couldn't tell, we're from Kansas. <laughs> on the weekends, he sold vacuum cleaners. Like, Jesus. <laughs> and or encyclopedias. Right. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> Do you remember? Oh, one more. I know. I'm already interrupting myself. So because the internet went out, we didn't have all of our fancy streaming things to do. So you didn't bring so, out the encyclopedias. So I brought out the encyclopedias. I was like, read them. <laughs> Learn something. Um, so Lily is going through all our DVDs, and she was acting as though she was Indiana Jones finding the goddamn arc. <laughs> so she puts in a DVD, and she's trying to fast forward through the preview. She's like, I can't get to the movie. And I was like, well, sometimes, you know, they force you to watch. What? I, 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 to watch it. I was like, can I just back up the truck? You've been alive. We used to watch only your DVD. So why you're, they forget. Like, so why you're acting like Dr. Grant on a fucking dig site? I don't know. But like, and I mean, she was just, she was in her, oh, mom, we have a DVD of this. I was like, I know. That's all we watched when you were playing like this. Just. So anyway, I just had to talk about that because she was just like, I can't even imagine what I would, if, she, if I handed her an encyclopedia or even explained encyclopedia. I know. Isn't that so crazy? That's we, not so. We used to write reports from books that were outdated already. Right. If Back to the Future, excuse me, if Back to the Future happened today, he would travel back to 1993. Oh, my God. That's I can't talk about it. I am old enough to be the mother. And oh God, everybody, everybody calm down. Just everybody. Okay. Her parents originally from Iowa. Oh, Jesus. Oh I mean, boy. that good. My God. Just keeps getting more and more <laughs> I hope. People's assistants don't like Google their names since he was talking about them, and they stumble across our podcast, and they're like, wow. Annette, listen to this bullshit. <laughs> uh, listen to the two fatties from Michigan make fun of you being Midwestern. <laughs> from oh, Michigan. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> While there's a fucking foot of snow outside. Um, okay. All right, get back into it, Joe. Stop distracting Jesus <clears throat> Christ. Okay. Her parents are from Iowa. We're pra- practicing Episcopalians and conservative Republicans. Uh, we get it. You're Midwestern. <laughs> Jesus. She's mostly You're from the Bible Belt. 
God damn it. Plymouth Rock. Okay, we understand. <laughs> the youngest. <laughs> Meanwhile, Annette Benning is sitting with Warren Beatty somewhere in a fancy restaurant. Like, I feel someone talking about me. I felt the cold chill up my spine. <laughs> it's because I'm from the Midwest, Warren. Did you know that? No, what is wrong? With you? And then Warren Beatty's just like looking at her, like, "Why are we talking about this?" <laughs> An hour from now, we're gonna be like, "And she was, she has one sister." <laughs> from the Midwest too. Okay, whole fucking family. <laughs> Who's a first grade teacher? <laughs> Her husband works at the plant. Um, <laughs> we don't even have to say what kind of plant. Just a plant. Because we all know. Because we all know. We can picture him there. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Dear God. Um, oh, listen to this. The youngest of four children. She has an older sister, Jane. <laughs> Jane? Oh boy! Wow, this just dissolved. Let's shit on Annette Benning for some reason. Like Jane, a white for it with two older brothers, Bradley and Byron. Oh God! Oh, I know. Okay, all right, get it together. The family moved from Wichita, Kansas in 1959, where she spent her early childhood. When Benning was in elementary school, her father relocated the family to San Diego, California, (laughs) where she spent the remainder of her youth. She began acting in junior high school, playing the lead in Sound of Music. Mm, She She graduated in 1975 from San Diego's Patrick Henry High School. When I was reading through this earlier... I saw Neil Patrick Harris High School, and I was like, <laughs> "NPH high." First of all, the math does not add up, and secondly, <laughs> ew. Um, where she studied drama, she then spent a year working as a cook on a charter boat. Like, what is your life? And <laughs> taking fishing parties out to the Pacific Ocean and scuba diving for recreation. <laughs> She attended San Diego Mesa College and graduated with a degree in theater arts from San Francisco State University. She uh, she married James Stephen White, a choreographer, on May 26, 1984, and they divorced in 1991. She's been married to actor Warren Beatty since March 3rd, 1992, and they have four children. Oh, God, I didn't even realize. Yes. So that's our little thing about Annette Benning. All right. Well, let me tell you a thing or two. About a thing or two? Yeah. She began her career on the stage Whoa. with the Colorado Shakespeare Festival Company in 1980 and appeared at the San Diego Repertory Theater as well. Oh. Yeah. That's she cool. starred in productions of Pygmalion and The Cherry Orchard. And she made her Broadway debut in 1987, garnering a Tony Award nomination for Best Featured Actress in a Play for Coastal Disturbances. She made her film debut at age 30 in The Great Outdoors, starring Dan Aykroyd and John Candy. Huh? That was her film debut? Yep, yep. Um, Her next role was as the Marquise de Mertuis in Valmont. 
when she was trying to break into films in her late 20s, she actually auditioned for Dangerous Liaisons, oh. which tells the same story as Valmont, oh. uh, and came out a year earlier. Um, by, by then, Glenn Close... Um, had appeared in the earlier version of Dangerous Liaisons and had made the character her own. Rarely do you see two world-class actresses go head-to-head in the same role at almost the same time. Although at that point, Glenn Close already had four Oscar nominations under her belt, and Annette Bening, who was 11 years younger, had really no Hollywood credits beyond a few minutes in Miami Vice and then also in The Great Outdoors. Uh, she made her breakout role in 1990 in The Grifters, for which she was nominated for the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress. In 1991, she appeared in Bugsy alongside Warren Beatty. And then she appeared with Harrison Ford in Regarding Henry. She was in The American President with Michael Douglas. In 1996, she appeared in Mars Attacks. In 1999, she starred in the film American Beauty uh, alongside that idiot whose name I will not utter. That idiot. Um, The film won five Academy Awards, including Best Picture. It's a movie that I cannot stand. Um, She was the heavy favorite to win the Oscar that year. Uh, But along came a little, little lady named Hilary Swank who both times Annette Bening was the heavy favorite, Hilary Swank swooped in and won the award instead. You're kidding. I'm not. So this year, 1999, Hilary Swank ended up winning four Boys Don't Cry. Um, And then when Annette Bening was nominated for being Julia in 2004, uh, she was, again, the heavy favorite because she had never won. And then Hilary Swank swooped in and won the award that year for Million Dollar Baby. So Annette Bening is still Oscarless. Well, Hilary Swank isn't part of it this year, so. True. But we'll see if she gets nominated. We'll see. Um, she has done a lot of things. She was in the remake of The Women. She was in The Kids Are All Right with Julianne Moore. She was in, uh, in 2016, she starred in the Mike Mills comedy drama 20th Century Women, of which RogerEbert.com declared Annette Bening has one of the best performances of the year and one of her personal best as well. She was nominated for a Golden Globe for Best Actress for that, as well as the Independent Spirit Award and the Critics' Choice Movie Award. The following year, she portrayed film star Gloria Graham in Film Stars Don't Die in Liverpool. She returned to the Broadway stage in 2019, starring in a revival of Arthur Miller's All My Sons alongside Tracy Letts. She was again nominated for a Tony Award, and she did not win. Did Hillary Swank? <laughs> yeah, Hillary Swank won. She wasn't even on Broadway that year. <laughs> so weird that she just came and took it. Uh, she joined the MCU playing Dr. Wendy Lawson and Captain Marvel. <laughs> the film was a big, fat hit. Uh, in 2022, she appeared in Death on the Nile. 
and the comedy Jerry and Marge Go Large, opposite Brian Cranston. And then she has since appeared in Nyad with Jodie Foster, uh, playing the long-distance swimmer Diana Nyad. Diana Nyad. And uh, she in 2023, she started shooting the TV mystery drama series Apples Never Fall, um, but shooting was suspended by uh, the actor and writer strike. So we'll have to wait on that. All right. And that is some highlights from the career of Ms. Annette Benning. All right. Or shall we say Mrs. Warren Beatty? Miss- <laughs> no, we shouldn't say that. <laughs> um, so it's me and my mm-hmm. film, yes? Mm-hmm. So I chose 20th Century Women. It is a 2016 American coming-of-age comedy film. Nope. Comedy. 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 <laughs> comedy. I don't know what I was saying. Comedy <laughs> drama film written and directed by Mike Mills, starring Annette Benning, Elle Fanning, Greta Gerwig, Lucas Jade Zuman, and Billy Crudup. Uh, it is set in 1979 in Southern California and partly is inspired by Mills' childhood. Um, you, I, I never guess right. You loved it. I did not. Or sorry, I didn't let you guess. I'm so sorry. I didn't let you guess. I took that away from you. I'm so sorry. I hated <laughs> Christ. I don't care. I don't care. I don't. This, this, this movie is so well reviewed and I don't understand why well i mean my first issue is it's called 20th century women and then the story is about a teenage boy yeah i don't i I had a problem with that i don't understand what her problem was like i felt like so you want to give them a rundown of what this is all about before we. Yeah. So <clears throat> she plays Dorothea. She is a single mother uh, to Jamie, and she had him late in life. She had him when she was four years old. So she is 55 years old. He's 15. Um, the father left, and she has a big enough house that to make ends meet, she has borders. And Abby is one of them. Abby is played by Greta Gerwig. She's a 24-year-old photographer being treated for cervical cancer. And William, a carpenter and mechanic uh, that is played by Billy Crudup. Uh, Jamie's best friend is 17-year-old Julie Hamlin, who often spends the night with Jamie, but chooses not to have sex with him because she believes it would destroy their friendship. Because that's what you should be thinking about at 17 years. Oh, my God. Right, 17 and 15. Seriously, cannot do this. Um. So being 55 and he's 15 and he's a boy, they're having trouble connecting. And it's hard for her because it's only been them two. She tried for a long time to have them. So it's like, that's her precious baby. And now they're having trouble seeing eye to eye. She is very sad and lonely, but won't ever admit it. Um, And basically that's what it is. It's him growing up and her trying to deal with it and her trying to help him. And, him being a typical terrible not terrible he's not terrible he's just a teenager yeah. and he's a dude he's not terrible in fact he's a good kid he's just kind of like there's some point like the wanting to sleep with his friend the way he handles it and stuff i'm like 
that needs a course correction. <laughs> okay. Before we're buying roofies. Okay. <laughs> um, and so really it's, it's kind of a slice of life, you know, real people type thing, but it, there's no one, nobody's really likable. Yeah. And so, so she asks Greta Gerwig and Al Fanning to help her raise him. It's just, it's what I didn't, like, I never really understood. I, I didn't feel like they did a good enough job exploring the problems between her and her son. Yeah. Cause it just seemed like it was at the beginning and she's like, I'm having problems raising him. So you help me. And I was like, I, are you like, I don't. Okay. Well, I guess the, I'll just take the, your word for it. Yeah. And at the end of the movie, he says, we were fine. Like what the fuck? He basically is like, what the fuck is your problem? Like you're a grown woman asking two other women, one of them is 17 to help. Yeah. Raise we were okay. Like what the fuck is wrong with you? Essentially. Yeah. And that's what I was. That's what I said. Started to say was when, when they hit he, he and the, there's spoilers and it doesn't even matter, but you don't want to watch it. <laughs> he and Al Fanning go to San Luis Obispo. San Luis Obispo. They take the car they shack up in a hotel and so everyone else goes up there to, to bring them home or whatever so annette bending and her son have this conversation in a vineyard or a cornfield or something <laughs> and it's literally like a two-minute conversation where this happens and they're like let's just try better and they're like okay that sounds great and like we could have had this conversation two hours ago and Seriously. i would have had to have sat in through this movie i said yeah. satin i realized satin or make up words <laughs> um yeah like it wasn't and then, like, the end is there's an epilogue. They do a lot of different voiceovers, and there's an epilogue, you know, saying what happened to everybody, and she smokes like a goddamn chimney in this movie. Yeah, and that actually bothered me. I was like, stop. I get yeah, it. It, it. We get it. She's a smoker. Um, Although, at first, we, she's one of those people that makes it look very... Yes. Yeah, I agree. But then after, elegant, like... elegant, and it looks, like, fun, and it's like, I'm just here with my paper and I'm like, it, she yeah. makes it look very like, if you have ever been a smoker, you're like, God, I want one. She makes even it look though, real good. Even though they were Salem's. <laughs> because they're healthier. <laughs> yeah. Right. I forgot about that. Um, <laughs> and, but, but by the end, there's something called, uh, I don't know if it's called this or if me and Peaches call it, we could smoke, smoke ourselves out. Like just have too many cigarettes to where it's like, wow, I didn't, want like the last four cigarettes I have and now I'm just feel sick and gross so by the end of the movie even though you've done none of the smoking you're like smoked out you're like Jesus can we and then you just start thinking about how because they smoke indoors and so god what does that smell oh, like and yeah, so oh, the, it's just so gross um and we're not being judgmental we're both former smokers yes. uh, uh I mean we are being judgmental but anyway, yeah um but we can back it up but, right um and then you find out the reason they lean so heavily on it is because you find out that she dies from basically lung cancer um again it's not really a spoiler you find that it's out not but her, his biggest thing is like you don't kind of get the point of the movie until the end and then when you look back on the movie you're like but that's not what you served me though because yes. the whole point of when it gets to the end that voiceover monologue the whole point seems to be he grew up, um, he didn't get married and have a baby until after she was gone, and he's always tried to explain 
her to his child. And she's just one of a kind and she's hard to explain. And, you know, isn't your grandmother great? Right? (laughs) The end. Except that's not what they were serving the previous two hours. That's not how they presented it. They presented it as this kid's coming of age movie with a single mom who after 15 years suddenly forgets how to fucking parent yeah it was just so weird it was very strange everyone gave beautiful performances yeah yeah um and billy crudup was there um (laughs) yeah forgive him um i thought she was she was she's very good in it yeah she was great but Um, it just is like it's so slow and i was so bored yeah through a lot of it and I guess it's like, it's a, maybe it's the struggle for her of, and maybe this is the point of the title. I don't know. I sort of got the feeling that maybe what they wanted us to feel is this woman who is old fashioned in certain ways, trying to raise a son in a different time and she's older and blah, blah, blah. Except they make her seem cooler than her time period from the very beginning yeah so it's kind of like i don't know i don't know it just seemed pointless because it seems like she should be like an anti-mame character almost and like when greta gerwig turns him on to all this feminist literature and like clitoral stimulation and all that and then she has a problem with it and i'm like you don't seem like the person who would be this person right which would have been great that would have been a great character study for her and the different things. But that's not what we were served, though. Yeah. So it, they tried to give us this deep movie by only giving us the surface level shit. And it's like, I don't want to work that hard to figure out what you're fucking trying to tell me because you're not doing it very well. Yeah. And when before it started, Joe started to watch it with me, but then he fell asleep. And he was like, oh, God, this is the same director who did Come On, Come On. And I was like, what the hell is Come On, Come On? Which I totally forgot about this movie with Joaquin Phoenix, like, from two years ago. Oh. It was in black and white, which we watched, and I hated The fuck not. But then he also directed Beginners with Ewan McGregor and Christopher Plummer, and I love that movie. Hmm. So then I was like, oh, so I'm 50-50 on this. But now he's back in the shit column. Yeah, it's... It's one of those deep to be deep, but actually not deep at all and just super boring. And yeah, I didn't care. And nobody, like I said, nobody was really like the way they presented it in the end. You sort of should have been in awe of her the entire time. Like, oh my God, isn't she so not even eccentric, just like, oh my God, she was such an interesting woman. And she, and, and, and no, she was a woman. Yeah, like I just what I I thought she was going to be one of those like I'm you know forging my own path through life. Yeah, and like let me l- teach you all of these you know yeah. lessons of life that are on whatever the word is I'm trying to find. Sure, that yeah. word. It just it didn't it it didn't float my boat. Yeah, wasn't uh, wasn't my favorite. No, it wasn't. So I mean, you can watch it, but but I mean, yeah, why? but why? Maybe if you you can't get to sleep. Yeah. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. 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 Then you could put it on and you fall right asleep. Yeah. 
You really would. So it's got that going for it. <laughs> it's better than a Samanex. It's a, it's a sleep aid. It's really what it, what it is. Um, so what movie did you have? Did you have us watch? Uh, well, my apologies for making us watch Mars Attacks. So you hated it. No, I loved it. No, I hated it. I loved it. But here's why. Here's why. Hold on. I got real high. Uh, okay. That would make a difference. And I feel like that's how, that's the only way to watch that movie. Oof. I so, mean, it, like I can look at, sorry, hold on. No, I can no, no. look at it and I can go, God, this is trash. But I just, I was high and I said, God, this is trash. Let's just have fun watching it. And so I did. I tried. I just couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't. It, if you don't know, it's from 1996. Tim Burton directed it. It is exactly what it says in the title. I don't. It, it's. It, it, I just found I did not give into its supposed charms. I just I couldn't do it. It's got and a cast of a jillion uh, thousands. And that's also part of the problem is that then nobody really gets any screen time. Yeah, Danny DeVito's like two seconds. Um, yeah. Christina Applegate has that one scene where she's getting fucked by that guy. Yeah. And that's it. And she's in the opening credits. Um, Annette Benning is barely in it. I can say nothing about her performance. She's fine. Everyone's fine. I don't know why Zach Nicholson has to play those two roles. I know. I kept thinking... Um. Because Jack Nicholson plays the president, but he also plays this. I didn't even understand his other character. I didn't know what his other character's job was. He was opening that hotel or trying to open that okay. hotel, the Galaxy as, Hotel. As I said, I, very high. <laughs> um, yeah. And so when I saw him, I was like, oh, I know what this is. It's going to be like Dave or something. Like that the is Martians what, are going to kill Jack Nicholson and they're going to yes. find this other guy that looks exactly like Jack. And that is what I thought too. And cause I saw this at the movies and that's the last time I saw it. I had never seen it. Oh, you hadn't. I had never seen it. Oh, wow. Yeah. But that doesn't happen. Yeah. So then it's kind of like, why is he playing both? Michael J. Fox is in it for like five seconds. But, oh, so cute. Oh, I love him. Martin Short, who it's so weird because we just finished watching the third season of Murder. Only Murders in the Building. I almost uh-huh. Murder, she wrote. Um, <laughs> just how young he was yeah, back then. Yeah, it's so weird. So weird. And, but a fucking skis ball. Yeah. Um, And then the Sarah Jessica Parker, Pierce Brosnan, that whole her head sewn on a dog. Yeah. like it was just it was just weird i like i said i loved it because i was fucking high Um, i'm glad you did it's just uh, kind of a mess it's loud and i just yeah i thought and this would have been funnier and it was sort of like this but it didn't go all the way i was like oh the joke is that we keep giving the martians a chance and they just keep shooting up the place i thought that was a funny thing of all right well we've talked to them we're going to meet with them again okay great and everything started like okay this time it's going to be and then they just pull out their blasters and i just wanted it to be that again and again and again because that would have just been absurd and funny and it was i don't know yeah it was a mess it was it was uh, 
it was a mess that I really had fun watching. Well, I'm glad you did. I'm glad one of us did. <laughs> yeah, this was not a great week for me. Uh, I really thought you were going to be like, oh my God, I loved it. I wanted to because I love the look of Glenn Close as the First Lady. Yes. Um, Natalie again, Portman's in it? Natalie Portman. Jack Black? Jack Black, who I didn't even recognize until he got into the desert. Yeah, and who wasn't even a big enough name to be in the cast of Millions opening yeah. sequence. Lucas um, Haas. Yeah. Um, just everybody is in this. Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, it's a who's who of the 90s. It really is. It really but, is. Yeah, it just, uh, I did like Lisa Marie as the Martian lady. She just, she moves. She's so interesting. Did you ever see um, Ed Wood? I didn't. Oh, so good. And she plays Vampira in that. And she's, her waist is so teeny tiny. But I, yeah, the way I she moved when she did that thing where she like ran. Yeah. I was like, oh, no, can't hate it. <laughs> um, who, I was going to say something. Who was in the subplot with the boxer who worked at the casino? Oh, yeah. Oh, Pam Greer. Bless her heart. Oh, Pam Greer. And she looks so beautiful and I she's know, so I good just in it. Love her so much. Who was Cleopatra? Because they showed her enough that I was like, oh, I guess Google's a thing, huh? isn't it? Um, they showed her enough where I'm like, I'm supposed to know who that is. It's supposed to be a novelty that she's here, but I didn't know who she was. Is she in the casino? Yeah. Hmm. I don't remember her being, I was probably right. checked out by that point. I'm going to give it a goog. Um, and it has that thing of like, uh, oh, Tom Jones. Helps Tom Jones. It's, Sylvia Sidney. Uh, yeah, it's so weird. The Christina Applegate thing is so weird. Okay, let's see. Oh, it's Brandy Jordan. I don't know who that is. Mm -mm. Oh, no, no, it's Cindy Gomez. Mm, don't know her either. Yep, sure don't. Sure don't. So, yeah, a uh, misfire for me. And Annette Benning, you can't even comment on anything she did in this movie because it's just not that kind of movie she was a model cleopatra mm. um i will say annette benning i was very much annette benning when she's like aliens welcome just take us please just take us come, come fix things i was like preaching to the choir sister <laughs> um yeah so boo and boo yeah yeah if you're going to watch Mars Attacks, I guess just get high. I mean, seriously, that's what did it for me. Yeah, I can see don't how. Don't watch 20th Century Woman. No, either way. Yeah. Because if you're high, because you can get high, but it makes you sad, this will just take you over that edge, <clears throat> that precipice of, ooh. <laughs> yeah. Um, so don't do that. Um, yeah. So there we have it. There we go. There's our galanet. There's our galanet. Um, have you chosen next week's topic? Yeah. Ooh. Someone we've talked about today a couple of times. Glenn Close? Yeah. Really? Let's do Glenn Close. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. 
Oh my. You know. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. She is. She's Which in, one is she uh, in? Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm. Um, and she hated it. It was a contractual thing she had to do for some reason. There was some weird contractual obligation with the studio, and so she had to do it. Is she in it a lot? I saw that one and I don't remember her in it. Um, she it's not a lot. I mean, it's you know it's her. She's got, you know, she speaks. It's a it's an actual part, but it's not like yeah. You could tell that she was there as little as she could be on purpose. Is she, is she like under a lot of makeup or something? She's not. That, oh, okay. No, it's very much her. Um okay. uh and I love that she's in it because I think it's hysterical that Glenn Close is in a Marvel movie. Um <laughs> And I like her character, but yeah, uh, I will not make you watch that, especially since she's not in it that much. And Chris Pratt is, you know, right. And Chris Pratt is in it. So yeah. So that gets rid of that (laughs) deal. A breaker. (laughs) So, all right, great. I'm excited for that. Yeah. All right. Good. All right. Um, All right. Well, it's lovely speaking with you. Lovely speaking with you. If anyone wants to write us an email. You can do so at three three funny ladies at gmail.com. Of course, it also helps, I guess, if we check it. Um, Uh, I haven't seen anything in there. Okay. Um, Also, you can follow us on Instagram, three funny ladies, I guess. (laughs) Um, All right. We'll have a lovely week. You too. Oh, well, thank you. Okay. Well, bye bye. (laughs) Okay, then. Bye bye now. Uh, Bye bye now. Bye bye. Bye bye.